Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to our 2021 episode of Wrestling with Respect. I am Jenny, and I'm joined here by my hubby, Maddie. Say hi to the people, Maddie boy. What's up, guys? It's been a very, very long time, I feel. First episode of 2021. Super excited. Yes. Uh, I'm excited, too. Yeah, it's uh, 2020 was... A challenging year to get content out, needless to say. But, um, you know, we stuck with it. Uh, we had some pretty good engagement on social media. So we came out the other end, and we're here. We're ready to bring new, amazing, great, funny, uh, stellar content to all of you out there um, who want to hear it. So we're here, and uh, we got something fun on tap for today. Yes, we do. We are super pumped for the new year. Um, We got so many awesome ladies lined up to bring forth to you guys. Talk a little bit about current events on the social medias, which we love to do. Uh, So what brings us here today? Yeah, so um, we are here. As much as we don't want to do this, we will be looking back on the year in women's wrestling that is... That was 2020. Um, you know, it. Obviously, it's tough to judge overall a year like 2020 with everything that happened. Um, no fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, different talents not being used properly. But we each took the time to pick out a couple of moments apiece. Now, they're not necessarily good moments. But they're important moments, the moments that stood out to us uh, from last year. We're going to, I think we each pick three moments, is that right? Yes, sir. Three. I know I picked three. I did uh, too. And uh, we're going to go over each moment in depth, give our analysis, our take, uh, and leave the floor open for you guys on social media to agree, disagree. And then at the end of the show, we will officially put 2020 in our rearview mirror. And say bye, and girl, say bye. bye, bitch. <laughs> We're moving on to 2021, and hopefully, a much better year for women's wrestling. Not that it was terrible. Yeah, I mean, like Maddie said, 2020 was rough. Um, obviously, everything that happened, uh, pandemic-wise, but WWE wrestling-wise, not the best. It was weird. WrestleMania was weird. Everything was weird. Royal Rumble, I know that's this year, 2021, but it's carrying over and it's going to be weird too. Um, Creative-wise, was not the best. A lot of the shows, you know, didn't make sense. I'm really, really sad about some of my girls being underutilized, used the wrong way, Um, but I'm truly hopeful that 2021 i'm looking at 2021 with new new specs new set of eyes as you speak i we have it is wednesday when we're recording this so we were actually watching we have aw on it in the background yes. dynamite and it's funny that you say that um because there's only one way to go for AEW's women's division which is up because they've been pretty much at rock bottom for uh you know since their inception really mm-hmm. You know, they came out of the gate kind of strong, but uh, 2020, uh, having to incorporate 
you know, what seemingly feels like half of the NWA women's roster, <laughs> including the NWA women's champions, to have women's matches on Dynamite. Um, they need a lot of help. Yeah. They need a lot of help. But yeah. Um, the you know, talent's there-ish, yeah. but they, they definitely need to spotlight the, the women and highlight them a little bit more, bring them better storylines. I was cracking up at the cheesy talk show they did with, with Britt Baker. It was so corny. I loved it so much. It was really corny, but AEW does the corny stuff right. Yeah. Unfortunately. Uh, well, I shouldn't say unfortunately. Fortunately, they do the corny stuff right. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Um, something that WWE can't really get right anymore. They used to be able to do that right, but not anymore. Um, and I was going to say that, uh, you know, AEW's women's division... None of the important moments that we have on our list came from that division. Yeah. Um, because there just weren't any. <laughs> I mean, honestly, there weren't mm-hmm. any. Um, it's unfortunate, but there's only one way for them to go, and that's up. So a lot of green talent there, but they will get better. Mm-hmm. They will probably bring in some outside help for that division, and uh, we'll see where it goes. Yeah. But uh, without further ado... Uh, actually, before we get into that... No, we're going to have some more ado. ado. <laughs> a, a little bit more ado. Um, you know, I did want to do things a little differently this year. Instead of giving shout-outs at the end of the show, I'm going to give shout-outs at the beginning of the show. So, um, you know, our social medias, follow us on Instagram at Wrestling With Respect. Obviously, if you don't already, mm-hmm. follow us on Twitter at RespectPod. You can listen to all of our shows um, if you go to the link in our bio on Instagram, uh, or you can check out spiritofrockpods.com. They have all the great shows on our network, and you can listen directly from that website, um, spiritofrockpods.com. Obviously, we're both on social media. I'm at the Whiskey Obsessor. Uh, I'm at Woman 24-7. So go now. Follow all of those accounts. Like right now. Right now. We'll give you a second. All right, go. Okay. All right, now you're back. All right, good. <laughs> good. I should see my phone blowing up. I don't see it. No. Hey, we uh, we hit over 500 likes on the IG. That was fun. Followers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, followers. Sorry. <laughs> my lingo. Uh, not so yeah, hot. I don't think we've had a post that had 500 likes. But 500 followers is a nice little milestone. Yeah. So we've only had the page for about a year. Thanks, guys. So, we yeah. appreciate you listening. We appreciate you guys so much and all of the awesome conversation we have. And uh, we want to keep it going for 2021. Yeah, and before we get into our topic. I, I, Did I, I cut that- you off on the shout outs? What? I cut you off on the shout outs? No, no, no. That was it. No, that was it. Yeah. But we have another goal for 2021 is to collaborate with more people in the community. So, um, you know, you're probably going to be hearing us with Double Turn Podcasts at some point again. Great show. Great guys. Uh, There are a few other people we've reached out to and uh, work is in progress right now. So Mm -hmm. we will see. We will see coming together to talk about this thing that we love. So. Yep, it's a great community to be a part of, and um, let's uh, let's let's do it. Twenty twenty one. Okay, so with that being said, no more adus. Adus. There are no more adus. <laughs> we are only going to do our top moments from twenty twenty, good or bad. Yes. So three for Jenny, three for Matt. Let's go. Let's get this started. You start. Ladies first. Oh damn Ladies it! First. Okay. 
Go ahead. Okay. We're gonna, so, we'll, we'll alternate back and forth. Yeah. So you do yours. No particular order here, by the way. Go ahead. Okay. That's true. No particular order. So um, the first one I wanted to talk about as a moment from 2020 is um, November 11th when Zelina Vega became the first WWE performer to be fired for violating the company's um, new policy on supplemental income uh, streaming. Oh, interesting. Okay, so you went with a moment not 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 in ring or part of the action. Right. Okay, interesting. Okay. Yeah, so um, 29 years old, uh, Thea Trinidad. You know her as Zelina Vega. Um, she was fired. They made an example of her, and I thought that was crazy i don't agree with it i don't like it but i think the thing that is positive that came from that is um you know all these wrestlers are independent independently contracted and that kind of brought about the subject and highlighted the subject of unionization and she tweeted after that uh, i support um unionization along with uh page and others who are uh who are big supporters of that. So, there you go. It should happen. I don't think it ever will happen. Uh, but we've seen throughout 2020, WWE bring the hammer down and publicly come out and say that they don't really support their talent um, using their, uh, you know, their Social personas medias. to to benefit uh, outside of the company. So, you know, Twitch... Uh, any other kind of streaming platform, the WWE really didn't like them doing that, which is kind of BS because they furloughed and fired, you know, twenty percent of their roster. It mm-hmm. seemed like back in March, a lot of these guys need supplemental income, even if they are using their WWE names or they need income. Period, I should say. You know, a lot of these guys that didn't sign with AEW or Impact or go to Japan or anything like that, and it just really sucks. I'm kind of happy she spoke out about it. Yeah, but. It sucks that she was fired, though. I, she was one of my favorites to, to watch. Well, somebody had to be that example yeah. for them. and But not even a warning shot. They just straight fired her. Yeah. She'll... That's what they do. <laughs> and now they're taking it out on uh, the hubs. Well, I mean, they haven't used them at all. I mean, I don't they, think we've they really seen them haven't... Since, uh, since October. I don't think we've seen them even before that. I think he was off TV as well. So, I mean, they weren't... You know, using him at all. Not that they had done him any favors before that, anyway. Yeah. So I mean, you know, they'll uh, he'll wait till his contract up, is up, and hopefully they'll both show up in Jacksonville on Dynamite. So we'll see what happens. Yep. So, but uh, yeah, that was definitely. I think that was probably in my top ten. I don't know if it even cracked my top five, honestly, because I was thinking more. It's funny how we're going with this list already. Mm-hmm. I was thinking more in-ring work. Okay. And in-ring moments. But that's very, very good yeah. and very important. I was, yeah. yeah, I was going to say, it's not in-ring, but I would definitely say that it's it's important for sure. It really just shows how the WWE does not care for their talent. That's it. That's all that I have to it. say. All right. So you, moment number one, mm-hmm. the firing of Zelina Vega. That's it. Okay. So my first moment... It actually, see, I had difficulty doing this because this actually kind of spans about two months. Two oh, separate I know events. what you're going to say. Two separate events, actually. Mm-hmm. 
um, the rise and fall of Shayna Baszler on the oh. main roster. Can we have a moment of peace for her character? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try not to really do a deep dive here. I'm going to try to keep it short and succinct okay. here. So she's in the Royal Rumble. She comes in late in the match. She eliminates, I don't can't even remember what it was, seven or eight women. Mm-hmm. Dominating. This is after, and mind you, if you're a fan, you know what kind of killer that this woman was in NXT. Mm -hmm. And she was a killer. Absolute bulldog. Absolute killer. Mm -hmm. She ran through that roster. There was nobody left for her after she dropped the title to Rhea. There was nothing left for her to do. They weren't going to continue that storyline. And there was only one place for her to go, and that was to the main roster. So... Excuse me. Yeah. This uh, seltzer's coming back up. I think you're just remembering um, the, how the Royal Rumble uh, ended and it made you regurgitate. I'm just, just looking at bit. my list and really just getting <laughs> like, yeah, like heartburn and stuff. So she comes in the Rumble, eliminates mm-hmm. seven or eight women, and then unceremoniously gets eliminated. I believe Charlotte Flair eliminated her. Yep. Now, if you believe what the rumors are, is that Shannon was originally scheduled to win the Royal Rumble and challenge Becky Lynch for the title at WrestleMania. Charlotte refused to put her over, apparently, through a little queen tantrum, (laughs) and ended up winning the Royal Rumble and um, challenging Rhea Ripley for the NXT Championship at WrestleMania. She was done dirty, obviously, but they kept her looking strong despite Mm -hmm. that. She enters the chamber, right? Enters the chamber. Looks unbelievably good right pretty much eliminates everybody yeah she did eliminate everybody yep punches her ticket to wrestlemania here here we go the one-year title reign of becky lynch is going to come to an end at the hands of the killer right Mm-hmm. and what do they do you could argue did they know she was pregnant at wrestlemania did she have an inkling she was pregnant did she tell them the match had to go short even so, if they knew she was pregnant and she was wrestling, or she knew she was pregnant and still wanted to work the match, the match went six minutes, Becky wins. Should have taken the title off Becky there anyway. Then we wouldn't have to have you know, another moment that almost made my list later on down the line. So Shayna loses, and then what does she do for the rest of the year? She she feuds with Kyrie Sane. Right? Wait, do you remember when Shayna um, bit, bit um, like vampire style, bit Becky Lynch, and the the blood looked like freaking ketchup? Yes, but she was still being <laughs> pro- she was still being portrayed as a killer, which yeah, I liked. I know, and I was a little cheesy. It was a little she, cheesy. She was still being portrayed as a killer, which yeah. she has to be. Yeah, but she feuds with Kyrie Sane. They have some matches on Raw. You know, you go into Money in the Bank. She doesn't even make it to the roof. Looks like a loser. Yeah, that was right? terrible. And now, I mean, there's no point in going over anything else that happened. Right. She tags with Nia Jax. That's awful. They oh won the tag God, titles. Why? Now she is eating pins from Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose oh on my Raw. Gosh. Looking like a complete loser. Yeah. Oof. How the mighty have fallen. So that, it's a negative, Huge. but the rise and fall of Shayna Baszler is one of my top moments from 2020. 
Anything uh, to add? I think you, you, you hit the nail on the head there, Matt, because we were so hopeful. Seeing how she was in NXT, they gave her such a huge push. Like you said, she was portrayed like such a beast, a badass. Like when she went on the ring, it's like she's going to kill you. She's going to rip you apart. Um, She came to the main roster and just, you know we thought it was going somewhere it was going it was going right now where she is is just completely flatlined with Nia Jax now everyone that's been listening for a while knows how I don't like Nia Jax I I don't I, I just don't I think she's a bad wrestler she makes me very nervous when she's in the ring with my favorite wrestlers because I feel like she's gonna hurt them oops sorry just bumped into my mic I apologize um, and just to see her paired with Naya just breaks my heart. I feel so bad for this woman. So yeah, that, that's a good, that's another one. That's another 2020 womp womp. Yeah, and she, Shayna will be dumped out of the rumble by somebody in, you know. Dana Brooke. By somebody that's not even Didn't Dana Brooke declare important. herself and Mandy Sachs? Yes, they declared themselves. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm oh, sorry. And I just watched uh, Darby Allen get uh, football tossed. Out of the ring through All a table. Right. Not fair that you got the view Brian of the TV Cage. and I just have to look at your face. Dude, this guy is nuts, man. He is nuts. 163 pounds, this guy. Look at this. Look at this. Holy crap. Oh, my God. He threw him like a football. He threw a human being like a football out of the ring through the ringside table. That's nuts. Baby Sting. How can he do that to Baby Sting? <laughs> They're not the first person to say that. I've seen that online, too. Oh, really? Like, <laughs> well, I mean, how could you not yeah. make the comparison? All right. Dad. <laughs> All right. right. What's your second moment? Okay. My second moment. And this is probably my favorite one, so I'm just, I'm just going to say it. My favorite, and this is an actual in-ring cool moment, was Royal Rumble 2020. The Glamazon, Beth Phoenix. Um, she was entrant number 19. And this woman, at 45 years old, made it from number 19 to the final three. Where she, she was that old? Yeah. That's where she was eliminated by Baszler but, and then, you know, Charlotte. But holy crap, just Beth Phoenix's entire performance throughout that rumble gave me chills i could watch it a million times she squashes her head open after going back and forth with my other favorite bianca belair and just rips her her, her little skull open she starts bleeding she doesn't give a shit she's still punching little it skull. In her glamazon skull <laughs> um just kicking ass and showing those girls how it's done these little girls, I break a nail, I'm out for five weeks, I'm getting elective surgery, I'm out however much. Like, no, she is the real deal. I love her. She kicks ass. Holy crap. That's my my second one. There isn't a woman that was in that match that wasn't in awe of getting to work with Beth oh my Phoenix. God. And, I mean, sure, it's true for any of those returning legends with the female talent that's there. I'm sure it's true for the male talent too, but I think to a lesser degree, just because I think the older female talent that comes back had so much more of an impact individually, especially on what's going on now. Like literally, if it, literally if it wasn't for those female legends, yeah, none of the women that are on top right now would be on top. 
Right. Whereas with the men, you know, it's like, okay, The Undertaker comes back. Cool. Goldberg Again. comes back. Again. It's like, okay, but people paved the way before that, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, Goldberg wasn't the only monster to come in, you know? Yeah. Yeah, they, he got an amazing push, but it doesn't have the same, I keep going back to the word, impact that the women legends had. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Becky, Sasha, Charlotte, you know, Oscar, you name it, wouldn't even have a women's royal rumble if it wasn't for what the women before them did and beth phoenix is in that group absolutely yeah that was pretty cool that was a, that was a cool moment and uh she was in the match for a while oh, wow. i was surprised because the first time she came in the first rumble she was in she didn't really last that long i just remember watching it and like oh my gosh can someone just please just look throw out the x <laughs> throw out the x because she's got this white blonde hair and it just started I'm like, is that blood? And the spot just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And this woman did not give two shits. She, she just probably, kept going. She probably told him to fuck off. Because yeah. that's a simple, that's a match where you can, if you're bleeding, you can roll out of the ring and they can work on you at ringside mm-hmm. and, you know, the camera won't pan there. And, you know, you can watch the action and you wouldn't even know she was outside, mm-hmm. you know. But she didn't do it. They just kept on yeah. her the whole time, yep. which was freaking awesome. So... Man, that feels like a million years ago, right? It does. I had to check and make sure it was actually 2020. <laughs> like 2018 or 2019. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. We're ready to move on. Ready. All right. So you got two. I got two. So let's recap real quick. We're halfway through okay. our six here. So we have the firing of Zelina Vega. Mm-hmm. We have the rise and fall of Shayna Baszler. And we have Beth Phoenix busting her head open in the Royal Rumble. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Very cool. Yes. Not what I was expecting, but we're 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 moving. We're moving. Yeah. All right. So my next moment. Uh, Io Shirai winning the NXT Championship at the Great American Bash. This is good and bad. Good because Io finally got her moment in the sun. She put in a lot of work. She worked behind a ton of different women on that roster, and. She was always sort of second fiddle. She had the great heel turn. I think it's going back a couple of years now. Uh, Worked through some injuries, and then she finally was on the top of the mountain at Great American Bash when she pinned Rhea Ripley in a triple threat match with her and Charlotte, Charlotte being the champion. That's right. So let me get the negative out of the way first. Charlotte didn't eat the pin, which she should have. If the original purpose of charlotte being in nxt was to put over talent and she will never that, ever put over make talent. that roster a legitimate roster and and take them to that next level should have eaten the pin from yeah. eo but she didn't no. which scares me because that leaves the door open for charlotte to say down the road at some point uh. you didn't pin me you didn't beat me for my title where's my match one-on-one mm-hmm could still happen that's scary babe don't put that out there but that was a great match that was one of the best matches of uh 2020 as far as the women go i probably put it definitely in my top five maybe my top three but uh great great stuff and the right woman won and she has had a very good title reign through this through 2020 and now we're into 2021 she has done a very good job 
they have set that women's division up to be amazing because she has challengers lined up. Yeah. She hasn't blown through everybody yet. She had Candace a couple times. Um, she worked with Dakota. She still has a returning Ember Moon to work with. Ugh. She has Tony Storm, who's going to be in line for that title. Mm-hmm. Two great talents. And let's not forget, Raquel Gonzalez pinned Io Shirai in a War Games match. So you know that match is coming very soon. It's another woman. That's my... If I had to pick a breakout star for 2020, it's Raquel Gonzalez. She has thoroughly impressed yeah. me with how good she has been. Uh, and that last woman standing match she had recently with Rhea Ripley was fantastic. Mm-hmm. But very improved. She has put the time in. And I think a lot of women on the main roster... Um, who haven't really changed or gotten better can learn something from her because she changed in a matter of six months to be a great wrestler. Anyway, I'm going down the rabbit hole. That's okay. Uh, EO winning the title, um, rightfully so. It was about time. and She has a had a great title reign during a tough time, a great bright spot during this pandemic, and that is my number two top moment from 2020. Any additional thoughts on this? Once again, I think you nailed it. And, you know, she continues to to just be amazing. I don't think we've seen her on TV for a hot minute. I mean, honestly, we haven't really watched much NXT lately, yeah. to be honest with you. But, um, yeah, because there's just so much going on um, in the she world. She posts a lot yeah. on the gram. <laughs> she does post a lot on the gram. <laughs> yes. But um, but yeah, babe. No, and and all in all seriousness, I I totally agree with that. And I think they picked the right woman. The right woman won. And I hate that you said that about Charlotte because you put that out into the universe. Damn you. Yeah, I mean it's coming. I mean the receipt <sighs> is coming at some point. Yeah. You know yeah. whether. Uh, but it's not going to be for a while because she, like I said, she's got challengers lined up. Yeah. So, Ember, Tony, Raquel, they're all going to get a crack at that. Who beats her eventually? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, and don't underestimate the power of that queen fit, though. She oh. could skip that line real fast. She could. She, she can't be five minutes without a title in this yeah. company. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm still not sure why she's got a tag team title around her waist. Because she has to have a title. That's stupid. Yeah. Anyway. Got to pad that fake resume. I don't want to shit on Charlotte the whole show. No. We'll do a show on her and um, at some point down the line. And mm-hmm. She's got I mean, she's great talent. Great talent. Yep. Great talent. Just. Uh, it's just too much. Just too much. Yeah. yeah. Just too much. Just too much. So. Um, so my final um, moment highlight for me for 2020 was um, in May when Becky Lynch announced that she was pregnant. Yay. Um. I also was pregnant at the time. It's nice to see fellow uh, people coming out of the woodwork and saying they are going through the same misery. No, you are. not just kidding. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> no, um, it was really, really cool. I, I don't like how she just kind of poo-poo relinquished her title to Asuka. But um, that's fine. Uh, but I, I loved the announcement. I was crying. Becky was crying. Asuka was excited. Uh, and I think, I think... 
Um, wasn't it that Oscar didn't even know that she was going to be announcing that she was pregnant? No, apparently she did, she did not know. It was that. a big old surprise. A big old surprise, and I think it, the the reaction was genuine. Yeah. So after her three hundred and ninety eight day title reign, the man relinquished her raw title to Oscar to go be quote be a mother. I thought that was a really nice moment. I, that was an awesome moment. I've had more time to think about that moment and as great of a moment as it was they could have booked it so much better i mean to tell me that the company didn't know she was pregnant the night before you know what i'm saying had money in the bank when they could have planned something a tournament or something yeah but i've given it more thought and i would have booked it like so money in the bank oscar climbs the ladder she grabs the briefcase Right, she's holding her hands. She's celebrating. Something doesn't feel right. Feels a little heavier. She opens the briefcase, and the title is in the briefcase. Mm. Fade to black. Fade to black. black. She has a confused look on her face. Uh Fade to black. Cliffhanger for Raw. I like that. That gets people watching. Want to get your ratings Mm. up? Yes. You end end the night with the women's match, which I don't think they did. Mm -hmm. They ended it with the men. Yeah. End the night with the women's match. You go off the air with her opening the briefcase, taking the title out, and everyone's like, what in the fuck? I like that. Everybody. Mm -hmm. And then you have Becky come out as the first thing the next night. Mm -hmm. Call Asuka out. Asuka's got the briefcase and the title, and then you explain. Yeah, that's actually a pretty good idea. Yeah, so you cliffhang it would have been a lot better. Get this man a job. We're already in Florida. Yeah, man. I mean, come on. Vince, I work for catering food. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even work for money. I just work for that great spread that you guys always have. Yeah. So that is your final moment, That's huh? it. Yep. So I have Zelina. I've got my Beth. And I've got Becky. Yep. Becky! Three great moments. Um not a lot of not a lot of wrestling action there, but that's you know, mm-hmm. in in a year of so so performances, I guess it's it's makes sense so, that you would pick yeah yeah so so is is a compliment to the year, but mm. yes. So my final. What about you, big shot? My final. Mm-hmm. The last one. I'm ready. And this encompasses a good chunk of the year, actually. Mm-hmm. But I just have three words. Golden role models. Wow. He did it. He went there. Yes. The the rocket ship rise that's not of a moment. That's, Sasha that's Banks. M- I have a specific moment. Okay. In here. okay. The, ro- the rocket ship rise of Sasha Banks and Bailey, who single-handedly... You can give me Drew McIntyre, but single-handedly saved WWE TV in the doldrums 100%. of the summer of 2020. But one particular moment, when Sasha finally defeated Asuka to win the Raw women's title, and they had all the belts. When they had all, all the, the belts. Two belts, banks, belly dough straps. <laughs> yeah. They had all the gold. Oh, no. We interrupt this program for rocking the baby back to sleep.
And we're back. Sorry about that interruption there. Comes with the territory. Uh, so golden role models, yes. I was speaking of the night where they had all the gold. The night that it became reality. If you remember, it was Monday Night Raw, Asuka versus Sasha Banks for the Raw Women's title. Mm-hmm. The stipulation was that if Asuka got counted out or disqualified, she would lose the title. Mm-hmm. A dumb segment, but it got accomplished what needed to be accomplished. Kyrie Singh gets her ass beat backstage by Bailey. Asuka's like, I gotta go save my friend. Mm-hmm. And then she gets counted out. That was so stupid. Dumb. But, like I said, it accomplished what needed right. to be accomplished at the time. And they were carrying the show without the titles, without titles for the most part. Yeah. And they won the tag titles and she won that. They were just in another stratosphere. When they, they had all the belts. They were. It, 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 it's the kind of thing that got you excited to watch the show. Like, oh gosh, what's going what's gonna to happen? Yeah, and like I had said before, they carried WWE TV for the better part of, hell, most of the year, really. They were the best thing on WWE TV. They were the best heels. Come at me with Randy Orton. That's fine. He was good, but we've seen that before. Yeah. We've seen it many times before. Many, many, Over many. the last almost 20 years. Mm-hmm. This was nice. It was nice and fresh to have the top heel be a woman on the network television show, Fox. And she was a big reason why. Yeah, the ratings suffered, but can't blame that on them, you know. Um, I can speak for myself, and you can speak for you. Just like what you said, you wanted to tune in and see them. They were the only bright spot on that show for months. You know, now that we have Roman doing what Roman should have been doing a long time ago. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, they carried that show. And, you know, Sasha's on top right now. They had their amazing Hell in a Cell match, which should be the end of the feud, but I don't think it is because Bailey's. I could see Bailey winning the Royal Rumble and challenging Sasha for a rematch. Bailey's still such a great heel. Oh, fantastic she heel. She is. Fantastic heel, and she grew into it. It wasn't an easy transition for her, I'm sure. Yeah. There were some growing pains there, but she was the top heel on the show. Mm-hmm. The top heel in the company, as far as I'm concerned. Did it right. Did it right. And uh, Ruthless Bailey was fantastic. And uh, there's a lot of women that need a gimmick change. And uh, I think she did it right. Absolutely, 100% right. Who do you think right now would benefit from a gimmick change? In the women's division. Well, I should say, well, let me backtrack. Bailey and Sonya Deville hit it, did it right. Yeah. Um, I mean, Natalia needs it badly. Lacey Evans could use one. It's getting kind of stale. Yeah. Well, now she's uh, with uh, Ric Flair as her manager. Yeah. Now she's with the Nature Boy. <laughs> we'll see what happens there. <laughs> nature Boy always putting in work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the sheets. In the sheets. <laughs> That's a terrible thing to think about. Anyway. <laughs> but uh, that is my final moment. The Golden Roll Models taking their rightful place okay. at the top of the company by holding all of the gold in the women's division. Beautiful. It is beautiful. Some bright spots, semi-bright spots in a terrible year. That was 2020 for <laughs> wrestling. The world... Yeah, and now this is me. I'm taking 2020, I'm crumbling it into a ball. You hear that? Yep. 
tossed out the garbage. I'm ready for you, 2021. Let's do it. And we, after this episode, will be getting back to our regular format. Yes. Yes, talking about individual women, individual legends who impacted this business. Um, it'll be great to get back to semi-normalcy with the show. Yes, yes, it yeah, will. Yeah, it will be. Yep, especially since our focus is, is highlighting the women, bringing them to light. And when you're dealing with a not-so-hot you know, time during the vision, it's kind of depressing. It is, and uh, we've done a couple of shows where we've talked about contemporary stuff in the women's division, and most of it's negative. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and who wants Unfortunately. to? And who wants to do that all the time? So that's why we don't really do, say, a weekly show where we critique the action that's going on at the moment mm-hmm. in WWE or AEW because most of it's just not good, yeah. and we don't want. A totally negative-centric podcast. Exactly. Um, so that's why we focus on the tried and true of the past, the future, mm-hmm. and uh, can't wait to uh, get these shows out to you guys. Yep. So. Well said. That is it for us. Um, we will be back very soon. You know, we're going to try to get these shows out. You know, we were doing once a month last year, but I think we might try to get them out a little bit in less of a time frame between shows so we'll see like i said we got some collabs coming up as well check out our social medias for updates on that at wrestling with respect on instagram at respect pod on twitter and uh we will see you guys next time all right maddie boy let's tell the boys and girls where they can find you you can find me at the whiskey obsessor that is whiskey save the e all right, and you guys can find me at Rumderwoman twenty four seven. All right, and until next time, we are tapping out. Later. Peace.